I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insiders Yankees podcast. For Friday, October 1st, we're into the month that counts, the biggest month of all in baseball. October 1st, big date in Yankee history too. We'll get to that in a little bit, but the Yankees are in prime position to make some history in 2021. They are in a playoff spot, two games ahead of Boston and Seattle with only three to play. Looking more and more, there's a little bit of work to do, but looking more and more like the Yankees can host a wild card game on Tuesday and begin what is the quest, right? The uh, chase for the uh, 28th World Series championship. They have a little extra work to do this year, not only fighting to get in in this last month, but the wild card game means that a, a World Series champion has to win 12 games in the postseason, not just 11. We'll see what the Yankees can do. Uh, I've, I've been asked this a bunch in a number of different places over the course of the last few weeks, and really what this week it's been crystallized for me. Here is the thing about this Yankees team. They have shown you how easy it is to win four in a row and how easy it is to lose four in a row. So there's really no way of knowing what this team looks like in the postseason, uh, except that they they can win these games. And I think it's important to remember as they sit this morning at 91 and 68, that they can be as good as their 91 wins, and they don't just have to be as bad as their 68 losses, which is kind of what we all want to do right now because the Yankees have had this up-and-down season and they've had to scratch and claw a little bit. And, it, you know, what obviously what you want is you want 1998, right? It went 114 games and cruise. Well, that doesn't happen all the time. So sometimes you got to fight for it. And uh, this, I was asked yesterday by a Toronto radio station what, uh, if this team reminded me of any past Yankees teams, and I kind of latched on to 1996 a little bit just because that team hadn't won anything yet. They haven't proven anything yet. Um, and they had people that needed to prove it. Um, and as much as we look back now and say we knew that these guys were great, we didn't back then. That team, I think, only won 92 games. They had a bad stretch in September where you know they let a big lead get away, and you just weren't sure what was going to happen. Uh, even Andy Pettit, who was Mr. Reliable and one of the greatest postseason pitchers the Yankees have ever had, wasn't a great postseason pitcher yet. And he wouldn't be until he got to the World Series Game 5. Um, even before that, in the 1996 postseason, he had been a little spotty. So it was not something that you just knew was going to happen or had a great feeling about. You had a little 
trepidation and good. That's what October baseball is supposed to feel like. You know, you play other good teams too, and you're supposed to worry because those teams could win, but so could yours. And I think that's the part we kind of tend to forget is that the Yankees are good too, and that's how other teams will look at them, especially when they've got some hot hitters. You know what Giancarlo Stanton did in Boston, and you saw what Aaron Judge did in the series finale uh, Thursday in Toronto, and what both of the did in the month of September. Both players hit 10 home runs in September. Uh, that's what you've been looking for. Remember, these two guys make the Yankees offense go because, you know, you, you want the power, right? When they stay healthy and in the lineup, they're hard to maneuver around, hard for a pitcher and a pitching staff to think about getting through three, four times every night. That's what they have given the Yankees, especially in this last month, really the last two months. August and September, those two guys have been a big reason why the Yankees roll when they roll and, um, and put fear into opposing pitching staffs. They've stayed healthy all year. Credit to those guys to put some of the injury stuff behind them, stay healthy and productive. The Yankees do have some injury concerns. DJ LeMahieu trying to think about uh, how he can manage this hip issue that has um, really kind of reared its head over the course of the last couple of weeks and forced him to come out of Thursday night's game uh, a little bit early. Uh, the Yankees are not being too revealing about what exactly it is, but just saying it's something that they can try to manage. So we'll hopefully know a little bit more and see what his availability is here. And if the Yankees can win something tonight, maybe win tonight, maybe they have a chance to rest him a little bit Saturday and Sunday and get him right before Tuesday's wild card game. And we'll see. The Yankees can clinch and wrap up the playoff spot tonight uh, with a little help, and we'll see. Here's the schedules. Here are the schedules. The Yankees are home against Tampa Bay. The Red Sox, two games back, are in D.C. to take on the Nationals. The Mariners, two games back, are home against the Angels, and Toronto, three games back, home against Baltimore. Still a lot that can happen, and perhaps there's a tiebreaker situation on Monday before a wild card game on Tuesday, but the Yankees have most likely avoided that. Uh, win one game, and they are in really good shape. Uh, Boston, Seattle, one loss from either of those uh, takes care of things, and the Yankees can, uh, can get themselves a home wild card game and start thinking about Garrett Cole. Okay, Garrett Cole, you're a little worried about him, aren't you? Um, okay, and good reason, because the two of the last three starts haven't been real good, and um, there's some cause for concern. I don't know if there's a straight line or one single reason to sit there and, and say, this is why he has struggled here, but think about one thing for sure, okay? The Yankees destroyed, um, I shouldn't say destroyed, because they didn't get to him the first couple of times through the order very much, but they did put four home runs on Robbie Ray, okay? In the space of 24 hours... Garrett Cole, Robbie Ray, the presumed 1-2 in whichever order you want in the American League Cy Young race, and Max Scherzer, who probably has a pretty good chance to pick up a National League Cy Young award, those three pitchers each gave up five earned runs in, in a start within 24 hours and coughed up eight home runs between them. Okay, These guys are elite pitchers, ace pitchers, and they still got hammered in September, late September. Um, so it's not unheard of. It's, it's not a terrible, you know, I don't think the Dodgers are worried about Max Scherzer pitching in the playoffs because he gave up five earned runs in his last regular season start. Um, you know, the Blue Jays are still going to put their faith in Robbie Ray if they make it to the postseason to get him into that wild card game. Uh, because he's been a good pitcher for them all year long. The Yankees should feel the same way about Garrett Cole. Here are a couple of factors if you're looking at possibly 
um, going forward here because it's been a couple of bad starts. That hamstring might still be an issue, and maybe he pushed through it because these games were important, and the Yankees didn't have a 10-game lead and the luxury of resting to try to get him fully right for the postseason. Perhaps he is pushing through this just a little bit, and maybe he isn't quite as effective and trying to get through. The other thing that I kind of thought of the other night after the game, and I don't have concrete um, you know, definitive proof or evidence here for you, um, I haven't looked at all the spin rates to, to determine this for you, but the fact that they he pitched in a cold weather game, a cooler weather game for the first time since the crackdown. Remember, they started doing all this stuff as summer was happening and you're into warmer weather. And now you're into late September. Garrett Cole was wearing long sleeves. The roof was open in Toronto. So um, again, I'm not drawing a straight line there, but because we know what we know um, about the past, it's something to at least wonder about and see going forward here. And of course, you know, it gets colder in October, so maybe that is a little bit of a concern too. But the hamstring, I think, is as big a part of this as anything, you know, trying to get that loose and making sure that he is 100% there. He is taking the ball. Um, he's not sitting out. I think there is at least some bit of credit for a guy who doesn't get knocked out in the second or third inning either. I know those big runs... Um, you know, putting up the five and the six runs against them. I think, you know, that obviously doesn't sit well. You want an ace-like performance. But I think we've all seen pitchers who get knocked around and, and kind of quit in the second or third inning too. And there is still some value in a guy, even if he's getting hit, to go deeper into a game. And the Yankees have been in these games. You know, even, you know, the game that Cole pitched against the Blue Jays on uh, Tuesday night, sorry, on Wednesday night, you know, the Yankees came back and tied that ball game. They had a chance to win it. Um, and that's not really all on Garrett Cole, but he did go six innings, okay? Uh, and it, it could have ended a little bit differently and set up Thursday's game differently if he had gotten knocked out uh, in two or three innings there. But I think it's important to remember that even other teams' really good pitchers have been knocked around over the course of the last week. And it happened within a space of 24 hours where, I you know, I guarantee you there are a couple of Cy Young Award winners in this group. And, uh, and they all got knocked around pretty good. Good side for the Yankees is the bullpen seems to be rounding back into shape. Chad Green and Aroldis Chapman have pitched much, much better down the stretch here. And you've got some real... Um, Real impressive options for the Yankees out of the bullpen with Luis Severino pitching the way that he has, Michael King pitching the way that he has. We know that Clay Holmes has been really good for the Yankees despite uh, the home run he gave up the other night. Uh, and Jonathan Luizaga is back. And again, a real weapon for the Yankees here. So uh, some bullpen depth, not to mention the lefties who, you know, they didn't really have uh, slots for them against uh, Toronto because of all their right-handed bats. But, you know, Peralta and Rodriguez and Litke have pitched very well for the Yankees in spots too. Yankees have a deep bullpen, and they've got some guys who are multi-inning guys, and Luis Severino could be a real, real wild card for the Yankees. Not just in the wild card, but as they move forward, um, he could be a real weapon for the Yankees here. So I think that's something to really look forward to and uh, and see what they can do. Um Three games against Tampa Bay, a uh, good thing for the Yankees is that they are, are really close here. They just they need the first one so they can maybe rest some guys here. Tampa Bay has nothing left to play for. The winner of the wild card game on Tuesday will play the division series with Tampa having the home field. First two games in Tampa next Thursday and Friday. 
And, uh, and that's kind of what you're looking for. The Yankees are, are in this spot right now where you can kind of smell October. And the way they came back and won Thursday's game really should should give you some confidence going forward. Because even though they looked like they were being dominated by Robbie Ray with just that one judge home run in the first five innings, they came back and tagged him in the sixth. Um, that's a big difference for this Yankees offense. And Aaron Boone even mentioned it with Craig Carton and Evan Roberts in his weekly spot on Thursday uh, that you know there he saw what the rest of us saw, that earlier in the year when the Yankees were getting dominated, it didn't look like they had an offense capable of digging themselves out late in games. And this team has done that a lot in September. And I think it's, uh, you know, and when you look at what they did, they beat uh, Robbie Ray. Uh, they put some runs on Nathan Avaldi and beat him. Earlier on the road trip, uh, another really a pitcher who's having a really good year. So good sign that the Yankees are able to hit some of these guys, especially you know the high velocity guys like Ray and Evaldi. You know these well, I guess Ray is a high velocity, but you know that he, that wipeout slider, um, how effective he's been, and the high strikeout guys. So guys that are big strikeout pitchers like Evaldi and Ray, the Yankees made them work and made contact, and I think that's something that you can take going forward here, knowing that they're that they're not quite as uh, dead during the course of a game as they might have looked earlier in the year. It's a lot different right now. Um, so I think it's important to remember that the Yankees could be as good as their 91 wins and not as bad as their 68 losses. Um, and we'll see how many games it takes for the Yankees to get through in October and see if they can make a run here because they're they're winning again at the right time uh, despite that losing streak they had just a week ago that made, made us think that maybe this just wasn't going to happen. But here they are back again in a playoff spot with only a few games left to go in the regular season. I mentioned October 1st. It's a big day in Yankees history. Roger Maris hit his 61st home run 60 years ago today, breaking Babe Ruth's home run record. It is still a record that for some people stands because the people who broke it years later, like uh, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds, they have a taint of performance-enhancing drugs attached to them. So uh, in some circles, people still like to recognize Roger Maris as a home run champion. Um, there, uh, Tonight on HBO, uh, Billy Crystal's wonderful movie, 61, you know, 61 with the asterisk, uh, that's going to air tonight on the 60th anniversary of Roger Maris breaking the uh, home run record, hitting his 61st home run. And uh, I'll tweet some links out to you if you follow me on Twitter at YankeesWFAN. Back in the spring, I did a uh, wonderful look back on uh, for SNY on the movie 61. And we did a one of our virtual shows called Like We Never Left. We got together with Billy Crystal, Thomas Jane and Barry Pepper, the actors who played Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris, also Ross Greenberg, executive producer of the film at HBO, and Kevin Maris, one of Roger's sons, all joined together on a Zoom call to discuss the movie uh, and their memories making it and the impact it had on them. It's a wonderful look back. The series is called Like We Never Left. You can find it on SNY.TV, and I will tweet out a link of it today on my Twitter at YankeesWFAN. Also, a couple of weeks ago, we posted on the 30 with Murdy podcast platform a look back at the 61 Yankees show that WFAN did in 1991 on the 30th anniversary. Now it's the 60th anniversary. Howie Rose hosted that show on WFAN. I found the tapes. I put together some of the interviews, including one with Mickey Mantle, one with Mel Allen, I mean, just some legendary figures and some voices we haven't heard in a long time. And Howie Rose hosted that show. 
I put it together with a new interview I did with Howie earlier this year about the 61 Yankees and his memories of that um, growing up as a New York baseball fan, not just a Mets guy as we all know him to be, but in the early days before the Mets showed up, Howie Rose fell in love with with baseball by watching Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris and sitting with his dad talking about the 61 home run race. So memories of that with Howie in this show. That's on the 30 with Murdy platform, and you can find that, and I'll tweet that out. I'll link out today as well. So October baseball is here. Let's celebrate it. Let's get ready for it. The Yankees are going to be in it. How far? Well, that is still to be determined, but we shall see. And uh, the weather's a little bit cooler, and the baseball starts to get a little bit more fun. Remember to hit subscribe and review at WFAN's Baseball Insiders. you get Ed Coleman's Mets reports and my Yankees reports delivered right to you. Thank you all for listening, and until next time, I'm Sweeney Murdy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.